Welcome back to episode 12 of Happily Mental. I'm Shayna. I really want to get down by the water. I found this really cute spot that I think I could record down by the water near my house. And the waves, I think, would sound really, really cool in the background, but it's so cold today. So maybe, maybe I can get down there next episode. But as of now, the bi-weekly schedule is in full effect, and I think it's working out great. I just started classes again. I'm in my second last semester of my mental health and addictions program. So I'm almost done. I'm so ready to start working as hopefully a peer support worker, uh, eventually a counselor, but I'd love to start off as a peer support worker. Um, What they do is uh, support people that are going through experiences that they have in the past or that they are going through and that they are learning how to cope with. So for example, I went through an episode of psychosis and I was had a problem with cannabis use. So that would be classified as a concurrent disorder or I had concurrent disorders, which means I had a mental health or a mental illness and a addiction. And for a long time, I thought it meant that it had to be, you had to have the two at the same time to um, have it classify it as a concurrent disorder. But I'm just recently learning in my new semester, just today, that it doesn't have to be simultaneously. It could be, I shouldn't be trying to explain it when it's literally my first day of (laughs) learning it, but I'm just so excited and I love learning. I love all things mental health and addictions and I want to share it with you. I'm so excited. So a couple of things I want to talk about today and some ideas I want to run by you. Uh, First, I cannot wait any longer. I want to share this idea with you. How interested would you be in a support group, a video call, video chat support group if I ran one? Or if I went on Instagram Live and did kind of weekly check-ins, like I'm doing podcasts bi-weekly, so I'm thinking maybe every other week that I don't have a podcast, I could jump on Instagram Live or we could have and then have the video chat like Zoom or I'm think I'm looking at other platforms, so I don't want to say like Zoom chats, but something like that where we just get together and connect and share with each other and just talk about whatever we want to talk about. Just kind of have like a community support group that we can all bounce ideas off of and share. Uh, so let me know what you think about that. I'm pretty excited. I might post something on Instagram because I know a lot of people don't listen every single week or every other week now. You will you like to kind of pile them and then binge listen while you're getting ready or driving in the car, which I think is awesome. Hear a lot of people do that with my episodes, so that's kind of cool. So I'll post something on Instagram probably tomorrow, like when I upload. So on Wednesday when I upload this podcast, I'll make a post about it. So that's something to look forward to and something I'd love to hear your ideas on. So send me a message, as always. Another idea I had for this week continuing on from episode 11 last last uh, episode is showing up for yourself and being your own support and being your own biggest fan because i think 
as we grow up, we, you know, maybe haven't learned all of the skills we need to learn for our adult lives. In school, they teach us math and they teach us history and all of these subjects and science, which uh, for some people is very relevant and, you know, their jobs and whatever. But what about the things we still haven't learned and that we need to learn? Like communications, how to effectively communicate with people in our lives, whether that be like socially or professionally. I think we need to accept and be actively participating in our own lives. And it's so easy to get wrapped up in our own heads and forget about the present moment that we're living right now. And it's important that we show up for ourselves and we hold ourselves accountable because it can be really hard to actively be a part of our own lives. And it's kind of a hard thing to wrap our head around. It was for me anyways. But we have to actively be doing things every day that benefits ourselves. And that could include doing things for others. And that could include looking actively for jobs that we are more interested in than the ones we're in now and picking up shifts and saving our money and reading more and looking into resources like support groups wink wink and things like that that help us because when we grow up we don't have our parents or teachers being on our back saying we need to get these things done so we have to show up for ourselves and do that for ourselves I wrote down a few things. I had my first uh, day of classes today. Actually, okay. So before I get into all of this, I want to start, and I'm kind of uncomfortable with it because I don't like really talking about myself, especially with people that I'm not really, really close with. Like if you're, if I um, am really close with you, I will literally talk your ear off for hours. But if I'm not, I don't really like to because I don't know if that's like a trust thing or what. But it's been two weeks since I talked and talked to you, so I wanted to, I wanted to update or try to update you with my life, get a little more personal. I think I need to try and be more personal with you on here. So, um, first of all, I started a new job. It's been a little over two weeks now. Last time I recorded, I had just completed like my first two days of training. So that's going really well so far. I've pretty much learned the whole job. Uh, it is a dietary aid position at a retirement home. I am serving residents at the retirement home their meals in their dining room. So it's like serving. I ask them, you know, what they'd like to drink and what they'd like to eat. They always have a couple options per meal and I bring it out to them. But it's different in the sense that I'm not getting tips or anything like that. Like they live there, so I'm just serving them. So that's been a change because for like three years now, <laughs> for three years now, I've been coming home with cash in my pocket, like from tips. So that was something I had to get used to is that I'm getting paid biweekly again instead of like every single day. But honestly, the job is so relaxing. Like it's fast paced but relaxing in the sense that 
the environment is really welcoming and supportive and everyone helps each other and we get paid breaks and everyone's so willing to help the me as a new person and I'm getting to work with one of my best friends so that's really fun too it's a big bonus I get to see my friend because right now we're in lockdown so I'm you know not going over to anyone's houses and seeing anyone so it's great that I get to see her at work uh what else has happened I started school today uh, my mom I mentioned last episode she was in the hospital she's back now she's doing great she feels good back on her medication so she everything's right in the world again uh happy belated mother's day to any mothers listening i had a lot of residents at the retirement home ask if i was a mom and i was like no well kind of i have a puppy and honestly i feel like i'm getting a bit of practice just you know caring for another living thing obviously not taking any credit from away from moms but but i'm definitely getting some practice with him oh my god so speaking of school a couple of the things that i learned today that i wanted to share with you in one of my classes it mentions that it's okay to be vulnerable uh some of us that are comfortable with sharing with others our uh, experiences and our thoughts can feel uncomfortable if the person that they're telling isn't as accepting as they are or open. And I think as a society, we're getting there. We're getting to be more accepting and open with each other. But I think it's just a good reminder to ourselves that it's okay to be vulnerable and put yourself out there. It's It should be normalized more than it is. We are all equal. No one is better than anyone else. So if someone is looking down on you or joking about you for your vulnerabilities, then water off a duck's back. (laughs) It shows massive growth. And, you know, we, we can see people growing on the outside. I don't know why I stuttered there. It was so weird. Anyways. (laughs) we see people growing uh in terms of job and house and family and all these external forces but internal growth is just as important and you see all these people that seem successful and they're unhappy and they have problems because everyone has stuff going on so a thing that i need to remind myself a lot and maybe you do too is you don't know what everyone's going through And internal growth is just as or more uh, valuable than external and material growth. In a non-judgmental way, it's a good way to open up conversations. This is a terrible example. I don't even want to leave this in, but I will because it won't make sense if I don't. Do you know what I mean? Like... (laughs) I'm not good at this. I I'm I will never be a teacher because I'm just ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Okay. Challenge people's assumptions about other things if you don't think it's right. Especially like homophobic people, racist people. Challenge them. Don't let them just get away with it thinking the way they think. Don't roll your eyes and be like, hmm. People be 
homophobic, whatever. No, challenge the ideas that are in their head because they're probably wrong. We need to, you know, the people that have their heads screwed on straight, that sounds aggressive. The people, uh, I don't know, people that are accepting and welcoming and open to learning and changing their views, allies, allies, that's the word I'm looking for. We need to actively be challenging these stupid ideas that these racist and homophobic and sexist people are saying. Challenge them in a non-argumentative, hopefully, or argumentative if you want, but it doesn't have to be. Open the conversation. Even though I really don't want to hear them talk about that stuff like honestly i'd rather just keep the door closed but that's not how change is going to be made so sacrifices people sacrifices okay so going back to what i said at the beginning and i think this is a really good one if we didn't learn how to properly express and experience emotions as children it's now our responsibility as adults to explore and learn ways to do so i'm learning a lot about childhood drama I'm seeing a lot of other people open up about it and try and learn themselves as well, like on it, online, to um, expand their self-awareness. Now that we've acknowledged maybe that there is some trauma there or there is some things that need to be worked through, we need to do something about it and actively be learning what to do next. Because, you know, step one might be to acknowledge it and you know, understand why the way we are. But then what do we do? Like, now we just feel like shit because we've opened up that can of worms. Now what? Now we have this huge mess in front of us. What do we do next? Um, Well, the next step is to read books and watch videos and uh, reach out to a counselor, talk to your doctor and say, I really want help with these issues. I'm ready to change. I'm ready to put in some work for myself. Oh, it's raining. I hope that's not distracting. But any who's and Susan, um, it's distracting for me, obviously. <laughs> I think that maybe that'll be something that I research and report back to you with is some uh, healthy ways to change some of the patterns that we've had ingrained in us for a very long time. Change is very hard, but it's very important. A lot of people are okay with just the way they are, but I don't know if I believe that. I don't think they are okay with it. I think maybe they're just afraid of change or afraid of acknowledging uh, that they have some things that they could work through. And, you know, there's, there's models that I'm learning about in school about this and there's stages and steps and one person might be farther ahead in their journey or that that model than another person someone might not be ready yet and that's okay you need to take as much time as you need but I think keeping an open mind and being open to new things and experiencing and learning new things is going to benefit you in the long run if not today, when are you going to start? Like, I literally went for a run yesterday. I don't even know where that came from. 
and I was so excited. I opened up my pre-workout that I hadn't opened up in like months. I was you, what I used to do before the went to, before I went to the gym. If I was contemplating, I would just take a scoop of pre-workout, and then I'd have to go to the gym because like what else? I'm I have to burn off this energy. I literally just took a scoop. So I was gonna do that. I opened up my pre-workout, and it was moldy. I was so upset. I was so sad. So I threw it out, and I was like, "Screw it! I'm gonna go for a run, anyways." I almost puked. It was awful. It was terrible. But I did it. And when I was running, I was like, if not today, when am I going to start? And like, it's not going to hurt me. I was looking for excuses like, well, I have to clean my room. I have to do this, do that. It's not going to like, it's only going to benefit me to go for this run. So I went. Maybe uh, one of the things we can talk about in this support group that I want to do, I want to call it something different because I feel like when people hear support group, it's when I do. I love support groups, but like when I first started my mental health journey, when I heard support group, I just felt like sad. Like it's just like a sad, gray, gloomy, fluorescent lighted room with a bunch of sad people sitting in it talking to each other. <laughs> so maybe I should try and think of another name for it. <gasps> oh, I know. I know what the name is going to be, but I'm not going to say it. I'm going to keep it a surprise. I need to write it down, though, because I'll forget. I actually don't want this. Ep- I'm, uh, this episode isn't going to be very long because, I don't know. They don't need to be long. I don't have. I want to have people on the podcast. So until I do, I don't really have, you know, that much to say. I'm sure I will, but. I don't plan these out too, too much, but I really want to have people on the podcast. So until then, I'll have shorter episodes so that when I have people on and they're super long, it'll be like a, you know, and on occasion, they're longer. I don't want them all to be like an hour. So I'm going to do a little card pull for you. Um, I always fuel my card readings with rose quartz, which is like love. That could be like self-love and love around, just like love energy. It's very bright and white. And, well, the stone's pink, but white light. So what is a message we need to know this week? Anything. What's going on in the world? What is a collective message? that my lovely people who listen need to know. Okay. So I've pulled this shame card twice. I don't know why. Are you feeling ashamed about something? Are you being hard on yourself about something? Why are you being so hard on yourself? What's going on? Is it about something you can't control? Oh my goodness. Is this not relevant or what? So I just pulled the productivity card. Are you feeling ashamed because you're not being productive? Because you're not doing enough? I feel the same way. We're in lockdown. There's not much to do anyways. And what I tell myself and what I tell other people is doing the least right now is helping us all. We're getting our vaccines roll out, so that's great. But our job as, you know, average people in this Ontario lockdown, the best thing that we can do right now is stay home and do nothing. So don't feel bad for yourself. Or don't feel bad. Don't be ashamed that you're not doing as much. If you want to be productive, 
you know, the best thing that you could do right now is have a morning routine. Morning routines are so much fun. I think I told you about my morning routine like oh, months ago, but literally wake up, drink a cup of water, cup of coffee, make a smoothie, wash my face, brush my teeth, shower, and like I make my bed. And that's my morning routine. Then I feel accomplished. But don't feel bad if you're not being as productive as you usually are. Like, seriously. The best thing we can do right now is literally do nothing. So don't be so hard on yourself. And you got lots of time. I wonder if there's another message. I'm... Shuffling the cards, so maybe maybe there is. Guilt. Mm, shame and guilt around productivity. What are you feeling guilty about? Okay, here's the question for the week. What, if anything, are you feeling guilty about? Think about that. Do you feel guilty about anything? Okay. Now stop for a second. Why do you feel guilty? What is so bad about this thing? Okay. What are you going to actively do about it? Because you don't need to be stuck in this emotion forever. You don't need to feel guilty and ashamed forever. So tell me what you're going to do about it. If anything, could be as simple as writing it down. Anywho, that wraps up this week's episode. I look forward to hearing from you. Watch out for my Instagram post about the video chat meetings. And I will talk to you in two weeks. Thank you. I love you. And have fun. Have as much fun as you can.